morning, and thank you for listening to our podcast, Heard, an industry podcast fascinated by the lives of the chefs and bartenders in our local community. We'll be engaging in conversations that discuss what makes them tick, how they became the chefs and bartenders that they are, and where they're headed in the future. I'm Sarah Matthew, the owner of Cranky Buzzard Restaurant, and I'm here today with Ryan Pittenger, my co-host and bartender of a Hilltop. Thanks for being here. Of course. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to do this project with you. Um, and I wanted to start today just by talking about you, introducing you, where you've been, what Ooh. you know. I know you've been around for a while. Um, and the Ryan, that was the Ryan before Hilltop. Oh, well, that's a, that's a long story, that's for sure. But uh, I would say I first got started, actually, service industry-wise, working for Ron's Family Restaurant back in the day. And I was a dishwasher, and that was miserable. <laughs> <laughs> mainly mainly because my only job was dishes, malts, and gizzards. Dishes, malts, and gizzards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Gross job for being <laughs> 15. I'll tell you that. No, to this day, I will never eat any of them. Sure. I feel like we all kind of started as a dishwasher. I started also as a dishwasher at my uncle's Italian restaurant, and that was absolutely miserable. Um, and at the time, I was young and just really thought I was cool because I was on staff and I was in the kitchen. Um, but I actually worked for uh, free garlic breadsticks. Well, I would have taken that deal, though. I <laughs> it was that a good deal. deal. Yeah. It was a good deal at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would have I taken that. I got All I got was really, really bad coffee. Yeah. That was about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I met you actually through this restaurant when it opened through our head chef, Tyler. Um, and I just remember the same guy coming in, looking for Tyler, asking for Tyler. Um, that's how you and I met. Um, and that's how I was introduced to Taco Tuesdays at Hilltop, yeah. uh, which is now <laughs> a very big staple of my week. Um, so I know that you used to cook in this kitchen. Oh, and I'm super yeah. interested to know <laughs> because the history of the building that we're in here at 409 Galloway is that uh, the restaurant before us was here for a very long time. Oh, yeah. Um, and so I'm always interested when people come in and say that they, in some point during their lives, worked here, spent a lot of time here. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was interesting mainly because I was 19. It was me and I was 19, 20, and me and one other kid who was like 17. And he had gotten in trouble previous to working here, so they knew that it looked better for him if he worked as much as possible. Sure. So it was basically me working. If I worked during the day and he was supposed to work at night, I would make sure he was set. I would leave. He would show up. And then whoever was supposed to be there you know, as his help, nine out of ten times, did not show up. So I ended up coming right back. And we did, that was back when they used to do like a – remember one time, it was just a good example of how the, that kitchen was at that point at least – uh, they did all, what was it? Oh, build your own pasta. Build your own pasta night. And I've told people this story a bunch of times. And it, it always cracks me up because we had to make homemade Alfredo. And it was just me, me and the, the other kid. And we're sitting there and I told him to go get some cream from downstairs. And he goes down there and comes up and he's like, we only have one. He's like, well, we have a <laughs> case of whipped cream though. <laughs> and so we ended up like, I was like, you know, it's busy Friday night or Thursday or Friday, and I was like, all right, just give it to me. <laughs> you know? And uh, we just added extra salt and pepper, and I remember this yeah. old couple came every single build your own pasta night, yep. and uh, they always ordered the Alfredo, and they're sit- they were sitting right outside of the kitchen, and they're like, can you come out here? And we're like, oh. We walk out, they're like, you change your Alfredo? And we're like, <laughs> yeah. 
why? And they're like, oh, it's great. It's a little sweeter. It's but we, we used two cans of whipped cream <laughs> yes. in that Alfredo. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, it was just, I remember it being a, the basement being a nightmare because everything was downstairs. Yep. Yep, as you'll, I'm sure. You'll, you'll appreciate that things have not changed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. No, it was uh, it was a r- rough kitchen because there's mm-hmm. only so much you can do, as you know, yep. like setup-wise. Yep. Yeah, it was, uh, we used to have an old, this old dude who looked like Santa Claus and all, and he was just the meanest individual. And all he did was uh, salads, salads and salad prep. And that's all he would do. And then he would leave. And uh, it was just the absolute worst. But yeah, yeah, I've, uh, it was an interesting kitchen to work in though, because everyone was super close. Yeah. You know, proximity was. Yes. But yeah, I had a lot of. Fun servers, but it made you appreciate the fact that you, uh, you know, you you had to do what you had to do just to make sure you were set up for the next day, because you can't just count on everybody else. Yep. You know, it is still a small kitchen in proximity. Um, we've all become very close. Uh, the nice part about this restaurant um, since its inception is we haven't had a lot of staff turnover. And so the staff that do work here are very, very close, both in proximity now. Uh, And I think that's why we're so close is because we're so physically close to each other. But the basement uh, is still the same basement. (laughs) Um, The the building was built somewhere uh, around the 1850 timeframe. And so it used to be the Drummond Packing Company. And so we still have that great down there, that big drain grate that leads into what we call the void. Um, Oh, yeah. Yep. Still down there. Still trying to figure out what to do with that. <laughs> there's not much you can. There's really not much you can do down there. No, and most of that sewage way that's down there, or those pipes, I believe, have since been capped off at some point. Yeah. And but nobody seems to know where. <laughs> but occasionally things run through there, and it makes us very nervous. Yeah, oh no, no, trust me. They, it was we used to make it a kind of a punishment slash joke mm-hmm. in that uh, in the kitchen. We'd be like, all right, hey, whoever was new, we had to to call it hazing if you will but um we would make somebody just cut a cut and peel a bunch of potatoes but they weren't allowed to do it upstairs they had to do it in the (laughs) in the basement in the back corner by themselves yes and it would be like a whole shift and then once they got upstairs um we're like all right we'll see you tomorrow and then the next day they had to do we we would always tell them we're like Hey, everyone does the Rocky Challenge. You got to eat one raw egg. Yeah. And, but, but, but here we are telling these new kids that, and none of us ever did that. No. You know? it was, and we're just watching them. We're like, man, I wonder if years later, like those kids are like, no, seriously, it's a thing. It's, tra- it's you a know, tradition. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how many people suffered suffered at, at my hands of a yeah. joke. But, yep. Yeah. No, that, uh, that basement was something. I, I Those stairs. I don't envy delivery people. That's, no, and I, I used to apologize to any delivery person that came through there uh, within maybe the first 30 to 60 days we were open. And I didn't realize how many restaurants in the local area have stairs like that. And so some of them would say, oh, these are nothing. You should go to the info or or, these are nothing. You should, you know, if you some this restaurant, if you go downstairs, you have to turn a quick corner. And and that's (laughs) very difficult. But I'm always so apologetic. Um, (laughs) And we always talk about how good our summer bods are going to be going up and down those stairs, particularly our calves. Yeah. Calves are going to be so on fire this year. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If if I ever get outside to. To, mm-hmm. to use them other than behind behind the bar but yeah yep. no no it's it's funny because a lot of people will be like you know when you talk about 
you know, the, the setup of a, a kitchen and delivery and the rest of it. They're like, that seems like such a small thing. I'm like, oh, no. Not, I go, not, the, not with the look on half those delivery guys' yep. faces. I go, yep. I, don't, I do not envy that job. <laughs> no. But, but and they you, got to that. Yeah, and you do it with the best of intentions. Like, you walk in and you think, I can look at this kitchen and I can make it what it needs to be. Yep. And it's going to be so efficient. I remember when we were first setting up to open Cranky Buzzard and we were looking at the kitchen and uh, made some changes that we thought would be beneficial and would be helpful. We now hindsight are like, why did we take that down? Or why, <laughs> why did we do it that way? It, it wasn't, I mean, we needed to change something, but now we have to do this. And so it's, it's always just this work in progress, but it's been a, you, I feel like you learn something new every day. You learn a new problem every day. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But I mean, you got to workshop that a little bit. I mean, if, if you think it's all fine and well right off the bat, it's just not the way it works. I mean, you're probably in the weeds already. If, if you're not looking for something, you know, the key is to not look so hard that you're finding issues to find issues. You will always find them if you look. So, I mean, so far you guys have been killing it. So thank you. It's, it's been, it's been fun. (laughs) Fun, fun, Fun and stressful. I always say that opening a restaurant was either the the best or the dumbest thing I've ever done and probably both. Well, yeah. But. I mean, yeah, I would say it's, it's worth the risk as long as, and I've always told people there, and it goes for restaurants as well as bars. Uh, there are people who like the idea yes. of, of owning their own restaurant, own bar. And then there's the people who, you know, love owning it and want to be there all the time. Yep. It's not just, a financial investment. Right. It's, you know, the, the, the best owners there are the, the ones who are around the most. And that is the unfortunate side of owning <laughs> is that like for it to be good, you, you need to be on hand. You can't just be like, all right, well, you know, you guys figure it out. That's why yeah. I hired managers. It's yeah. like, yes, yeah, sometimes, yeah. but for the most part, you need to be present. If people have to ask who owns it. Right. You're, you're kind of in trouble at that point. Yep. I have found that, the days that I've started to take a little bit of a step back where maybe I'm not here as much or God forbid, not here at all for a day. Um, I find that I get, uh, not antsy, but I almost, you know, it's, it's really like a, a good relationship where it has its ups. It definitely has its downs. Um, but at the same time, it's one of those things you have to check in with every single day. And when you don't do that, I almost feel like there's something missing in yep. my day if I wasn't here or or had some kind of hand in, in doing something. But I also have come to absolutely adore the people that work here. Yep. Um, and now not seeing them uh, every day tends to get a little strange. So no matter what I think and no matter how much I complain that I need a day off, I just don't know that. Oh yeah! I, oh, no, you can get emotional over here, man. No, they, they, I've always told people I go, it, you know, my limited free time. Mm-hmm. If I take like a weekend off, which doesn't happen very often, but if I do, it's usually like I'll go see, say, like uh, like a cousin of mine in the cities. I go if I leave on Friday, I'm gonna spend all Friday, mm-hmm. or how early I get there. It's gonna take drinks, dinner. Till about one in the morning before I go. Okay, there's nothing I like. I can't change anything if I'm not if I'm not there. I need to just wipe my head, mm-hmm. uh, and then I can kind of enjoy the Saturday. Yeah. And then Sunday I get back and I'm just like, hey guys, so how was it? You know, like, like, <laughs> tell me it, everything. And they automatically know that I, it's me just being like, so anything weird happened? Anything you know, like, weird? Yeah. I, I, I wasn't I wasn't here and like you know like. 
not not that that's a a, a a giant deal to just about everybody, but but me in my head because I go, yes. do it. All these all all the bartenders got it. You know, I know they have it, yeah. but I'm so used to being around, yes. being there. And th- I mean, that happens when you really care about a place. Yeah. Um, and so it's more or less for them being like, oh, was it a full moon night? Or like, you know, <laughs> right. And they're like, Ryan, you were gone for two days. Yep. Calm down. I'm like, yeah, like we're a family. So yep. for me, I've, I want to know everything as it happens. Yep. Yeah. Two days. I, I took one day off a while back, a couple weeks ago, and asked the same thing anything weird happen and I you know I live 10 minutes from here um any so if anything weird had happened I know I would have got a phone call but anything weird happened and that was the day that I was told that we have a ghost in the basement (laughs) and I thought well I'll just add that to the list ghost in the basement oh yeah order sage to burn yeah. Yeah. Maybe make a phone call to a, lo- a yeah. local religious your, professional. Your Google I, search is one of what <laughs> just happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. My Google searches these days are restaurant prime cost <laughs> and how to rid your restaurant of ghosts. <laughs> Ghost adventures. <laughs> Ghost yeah. adventures. Yeah. No, no, that is, that is funny. I mean, I, you, um, it's funny you bring that up because up at up at Hill, that's happened more than once. So like we're wiping something down and that building is so old. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like something will go off, whether it's the machine or whatever. And I just go, I caught myself on. So I'm like wiping down. looks like the last episode of Cheers. All the lights are dimmed. I'm wiping down the, the bar. And I caught myself going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Calm down over there. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I've been here too long. I need to, I need to leave. Yep. Yeah. So I love Hilltop. And I will admittingly, uh, mostly because I've only lived here a few years, um, was not a, a regular at Hilltop until I met you. And yep. until I learned that there are no better tacos oh, uh, than on Taco Tuesday. That's high praise. That it, it, and it's the truth. Um, and so I just want to tap into your experience bartending, um, whereas my experience comes mostly from the kitchen and food and, and that. I don't have the same behind-the-bar experience. Um, I personally um, have very limited bartending experience. Uh, some, nowhere close to yours. Um, but kind of wanted to tap into your brain on... And I'm going to call it small town bartending uh, yep. because even though we are a little bit of a larger community, uh, we're still a small town yeah. uh, comparatively oh, yeah. speaking. Yeah. And so I, I just wanted to see your thoughts on what you love about small town bartending, uh, things at Hilltop that you've learned. Um, Ooh. Oh, yeah. That is a, that's kind of a, well, it's a, a loaded question in the small town because around here, I would say there's a lot of neighborhood bars. Uh, that I would consider just like institutions, mm-hmm. you know, because you got well, Hilltop. I mean, of course, Elbow Room's been there for a very long time. Hobbsy's, yep. Wigwam. I mean, you, if you're going going down the line, you could keep yep. going. And those are places that, you know, even if they change owners, the the owners know better than to even attempt to change the name because <laughs> right. they've been there so long. Um, the, I would say there's a big difference neighborhood-wise because – to bring up Cheers again, yep. it's very Cheers-ish where if you walk in, you know, you know if somebody's not a regular because everybody looks <laughs> everybody at them for a second. I know. I, I know. Yeah. I've been that person. Yeah. Like, oh. Why is everybody staring at oh, me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My, I, I would, I, I would, to uh, to give you an example, there was one day um, I was – my brother was coming. My brother, my dad, and I were going to uh, head out for Christmas to Minnesota. And, and I go, just pick me up Christmas Eve from the hilltop because we were we always put together um we do like raffles and um we donate stuff and and it's a big uh big to do on christmas eve up there all day so i go i'm gonna help set some stuff up just 
I'll bring my bag up there, just pick me up. And my brother's in the corner, and he goes, he's like, hey, uh, like we're ready to go. I'm like, okay, let me grab my bag. And as I'm walking around, down around the bar, and I get outside, he goes, what are you, running for election? And I go, what do you mean? And he goes, you went down the bar like, hey, hey, Jerry, hey, Jude, Merry Christmas. You know, tell so-and-so I said hi. Yep. Every single person down the yeah. bar. And I go, I didn't even realize I did that. Yeah, like you the know? mayor. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's so many people. I go, I, I can tell them. I, I know what their kids do. Um, where they went to school, where they where they grew up, what year they got married, what they drank on which day, and God help me, I don't remember their name. Right. You know, because now I've known them too long. I can't ask. Right. I just gotta hope someone <laughs> says it and I hear it. Yep. But yep. yeah, yeah, no, I would say that there's a big difference between the uh, like bigger city bartending because it's just you know their Mondays are Friday and Saturday here, yep. you know, to say the least. But it's a lot. It's a lot more personable. Yep. Yeah. I was recently reading an article um, about what makes a good bartender. Um, just a generic kind of caught my eye. And I was reading that most bartenders uh, inherently are introverts. And that they get put behind this bar made of whatever material the bar is made out of is, you know, in front of them. And then they become this this person and then as soon as they're not behind the bar they go back to being an introvert and i i would be really curious uh to know your thoughts on that um in that i often i am a i'm a huge introvert huge regardless of of the person that i am when i'm standing in front of a table talking to guests in the restaurant that i own uh real reality i am a huge introvert and I, i prefer to be such and i just thought it was interesting that um there's kind of a a generalized statement of bartenders tending to be a little bit on the introverted side, but then you put them, you put this, this bar in front of them and then they become this this person. And I thought, yeah, you know, that's a kind of cool. And and B, I wonder if that's true. You you know, it's, you know, what's funny about that. That's something that is like a thousand percent on the nose. And I never really thought about it (laughs) until now. Um, and it, it is true because once, you know, you're, I mean, you can throw me into a room and I can sit next to somebody and I have no problem talking with them. But um, behind, you know, you put enough pine between me and somebody else, you are kind of just showing up. And then guess what? They get to know you for a day. Right. You know, it, it, but once you're done, you're so just like, like for me, when I'm home, I'm home. Right. Um, and I don't it usually in, like invite people over. I'm sick of dealing with people. <laughs> I've already done it all day. I go, but it is true because it's kind of... Uh, I don't want to say like a stage theme, but that is kind of that. You get to, mm-hmm. you know, where you, you feel comfortable and you're not quite sure why, mm-hmm. but you're comfortable because everybody needs something from you. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, if you're, if you're looking at it like that, you go, okay, that's, that's all fine and well, but it's exhausting. Yeah. So then by the end of it, you're like, okay, but I can go home and just shut my phone off. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. You know? right. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it is, it is true. Some of the best bartenders I've met are people who would rather you know, be by themselves after it's all said and done. They can yep. be the life of the party yep. behind the bar. They could be the most entertaining individual. And then you run into them if you're out for dinner and they'd just rather be like, all right, man, you know, oh, yep. whatever. And, yeah. it's, <laughs> and people take that off as rude. And they, I think they just kind of forget that. Hey, like we deal with people all the time and that's kind of our dose of being social. Yeah. And then, but once that's done, like I'm, I'm out. Yep. I, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather be home. Yes. Yeah. I have um, 
and it's happened here too, where I have had guests that are at the bar um, and they are, you know, being served by the bartender that we have and you start listening to customers. Um, they know the bartender's name. They, they speak to the bartender like they've known each other forever. And then, you know, the, the guests leave and then I ask the bartender, hey, you know, hey, do you know them? Or nope, we just met. Yep. Just met. Yep. They just, yep. just oh, been yeah. hanging out. Which is oh, yeah. well, <laughs> and it's like, well, you guys, I've just watched you and listened to you guys have conversations like you've known each other your whole lives. Oh, nope, yeah. We just met. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, you know, 100%. <laughs> and, and, well, there are people, I always, I always say there are people who like to go out. You know, pe- bars will never go away for, for one reason. People drink when they're happy and they drink when they're sad. Yep. And even if you're not drinking something, the idea of even if you just want to be alone in a crowded room. Yep. Because you don't want to, you know, you don't want to be by yourself. You don't necessarily want to make friends, right. but you just like to be around the noise, mm-hmm. you know. And so you you have that that level of you kind of owe it to attempt to kind of not connect, but hey, if you want to talk about something, I'm here. You got the shoulder. If you're celebrating something, I'll celebrate with you. Yep. Um, if you want to be just left alone, hey, I'll check on you every yep. five minutes, and you know, you slide your beer. You, you don't have to even talk to me about it. Yep. But you know, you you kind of have that responsibility to try and know somebody even if it's only for a day Mm -hmm. and you prefer that then they know you right I mean that's really hard to do because on the aspect of you don't want to like fake it right you know you're not you know pulling the like the flare server thing (laughs) I get you you know you want to be like oh okay I I feel you. If you yep. want to talk, okay. Oh, you're a talker. All right. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you're a talker. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, there are some of those that don't even need you for the conversation. They don't. But, yeah. They don't. I, because of proximity to where this restaurant is, um, I decided to venture out a little bit. And so sometimes when I leave here, uh, and it's funny because staff will see through the big, large windows in the front of the restaurant, they'll see me walk out and then they'll see me either make a right or a left. And then they'll, but they'll see the truck still here. And so I'll usually get a text scooters or sports page. (laughs) (laughs) And I just find it really interesting for somebody who doesn't uh, venture out. And and I really didn't venture out very much when I first moved here, mostly because my work schedule. Um, But the short amount of time that I ventured out into these two particular places that sandwich my restaurant um, is how quickly you become a regular in these smaller establishments, you know, these staples in the community Um, and and how quickly you can walk in somewhere and just immediately feel comfortable. And like you're, you're with your kind of people and it's, it's almost like the stress of the day doesn't matter anymore. Um, And I, I, it's just interesting for, for somebody that really isn't a a Midwest born and raised uh, person. Um, I am a very West coast person. born and raised uh-huh. <laughs> individual. Um, you know, I still, uh, I still will walk into sports page and they're still trying to teach me how to, how to play the dice, the, di- <laughs> the dice game, because there's so many the, different the key ones. Is we are which one? Every yeah. time I go in, there's a different one. But then also, you know, I've learned that I love pull tabs, <laughs> oh, <laughs> which yeah. I didn't, you know, but there's just such that comfort of walking in somewhere and sitting down and, and no matter what your drink of choice is, um, I never knew that I needed spotted cow and pull tabs in my life. And, and now sometimes it's one of the most comforting things. Yeah, it sounds like a shirt. It does, you know? Right. Yeah, it definitely sounds like, like a Wisconsin shirt. Yeah. But, oh yeah. No, it, it is. Uh, it, 
you know, it, it, the hole in the walls are hole in the wall for a reason. You know, yeah. I mean, they're kind of a comfort blanket for a lot of people where, you know, you can go there and everyone already goes usual. You know, you're, you're not going <laughs> to get, you're going to get that everywhere. No. You know, you're a number to a lot of people, a lot yes. of places, especially like on the corporate end of things yep. where they go, okay, you're just table six. Right. You know. Right. We do get, we, and only being open as short that we just opened on November the 1st, but even the, just the short 90 days that we've been open here, um, we've got some people that come in that we know we can say, you know, usual. Um, I think of one guest that comes in in particular, um, Sherry's comes in with her family and I know that she's going to get a, uh, sweet brandy old fashioned. And I know that she doesn't want our fancy. She doesn't want the Luxardo cherries. She wants the, the cheap maraschino cherries that we have. She wants it extra sweet and she wants extra cherries. Yep. And there is so much love that I have. Um, every time I see her, knowing that we can make that for her and knowing that every time she comes in, I swear we put more cherries in that thing. Oh, yeah. And now it, I feel like we only buy those cherries <laughs> just, just for the certain people yep. that love them. And uh, there's, I never had that small town feel growing up. Um, we moved around a lot. Um, I come from a military family, and so we never had that sense of belonging. But now that I am here and I'm a business owner here and I'm meeting the people that I'm meeting because of this business, it's you get that small town belonging feeling, and I completely understand why people love that. Yeah, yeah. Um, be, I, or hate it. Yeah, or yeah, I there is. There is <laughs> or or yeah, hate yeah, it. Yeah, I can yeah. see that it's too. It's a strong one in 10. <laughs> yeah. I mean, more, more, more 10 than one on yeah, that one. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, I am very excited to do this project with you. I am so excited to co host this with you and about the people that we'll talk to uh, in the future. Um, I know that we have some cool people lined up to yep. come in and talk about their experiences. And I just really hope that we can bring something to the community where people can hear from the people that work in the industry. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we I think we really got something here. And I, and I will tell you, I'm also extremely excited and extremely grateful that you chose me as a co-host. Couldn't I mean, don't get, a don't get emotional again over there. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited yeah. to, to see as this progresses. Uh, I, I really think we do got something. So. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time today. Of course. And be talking to you guys soon. And thank you to everybody listening. And we hope you guys have a great week.